Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Yes, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. One of my favorite boxers of all time from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Crazy life, crazy story, charismatic, great storyteller, great shit talker, great perspective on... The world, great perspective on being one of the greatest fighters of all time. B-Hop the Alien, Bernard Hopkins, is my guest on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This is a two-parter because it's so much to ingest, so much shit talking, so many great stories about, just trust me. Bernard Hopkins, Museum Quality Championship Podcasting with the great Bernard Hopkins coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real nice. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Hop, the executioner, the alien, unified the middleweight division, one of the greatest fighters of all time, one of the greatest middleweight boxers of all time, Philly's finest on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Looking fantastic, Bernard. This and ducking pays off. I mean, you have to, you, you have, it pays, it, it pays off, man. And, and of course, you know, taking care of yourself uh, in between those, those victories and, and defeats, you must um, be conscious of that to be successful long-term. Like 28 right. years, 
almost three decades Did in the game. Did you fight 28 years? Started in 88, 1988. And fresh, out, out, fresh out of penitentiary. See, you're going to get me. I'm, I'm not going to. We're going to get to We're going to jump around. We're yeah, going to jump around. I started at 25 as pro, but I started boxing through a generation of mother and father, brothers, uncles, on each side of the fence, basically, your parents. Um, I started boxing like seven, eight years old, Golden Gloves, AEU. Okay. Coming to New York, going to Ohio State Fair. That was the big thing. I didn't know that. There's no way I'm going to be able to take on the life and times of Bernard Hopkins in one podcast. So like you said, I'm going to jump around. We're going to move. We're going to roll a shoulder. We're going to throw a jab. I'm going to duck. I'm going to throw this. It's going to be like that. Correct. Because I can't get the life and times. You were telling me before we started, your daughter just graduated college. Pace University. Absolutely. I didn't want to blow you up. Pace University, which I would be so proud of. Yeah, I am. I am. It's, a, it's not only a, a great thing for her, but it's a great thing for the legacy that I'm, I'm building um, and I've built. Now is to pass the baton through the family and, and be the first one in the family to be able to establish um, going into generations, whether I'm here or not, to enjoy. It, it started here with me on this level. In your darkest hours before fighting, you mentioned being in prison. A lot of people know your story. I want to, you know, get into it somewhat. But like I said, I can't take on your whole life. Because even though you look 35, 34, right. maybe 30, right. some might say 36. Right. You're, I, you're, I how old are you now? I feel 34-ish. You feel 34-ish. How old are you now? I'll be 59 January 15th. Can't do an entire Bernard Hopkins uh, a Life and Times in One podcast. In your darkest hours of your life, the darkest times, darkest months, years of your life. Did you ever imagine you'd say, my daughter just graduated Pace University? No. Why not? Because I didn't think I was going to be um, actually alive, let alone um, successful, until I went through certain stages in my life and I wanted to prove people wrong, which became a habit. It became really a good habit for me, um, not only in my personal life, making the right decisions to not go back and repeat or violate a parole. I use that as as a voice um, in my ear saying, you can't, and I'm going to show I can. I'm going to show the world I can. One of the things that um, I know a lot of people are, and I'm certainly fascinated uh, by it, when you were fighting, you always stayed in shape. You never got too far off of weight. You still talk about, you still uh, show and prove taking care of yourself. Uh, some say you live a monk's life existence. I don't know if it's the I same now. I heard that. You know, when you're training. Well, I'm four pounds over my fighting weight, which was almost seven and a half years ago. Which is crazy. So two of that is say water. So I'm right on weight. <laughs> I'm, I'm right on weight. If it was a week from today to fight, I'm right on weight based on uh, narrowed down the weight, three to four pounds a week before the fight. Come on. And most of that is water. Like I said, two and a half of that four is water. And that's good living, good eating, good genes. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's everything. It's all the ingredients you just said for success in my world. Absolutely. Now, you're always chill. You're always calm. You were at the uh, Gervonta, uh Ryan Garcia. He popped off to you. I've always seen you as chill. You've, you've, yeah. even in the ring, your, your persona, um, your history, your sort of um, executioner, you know, he's from Philly. This was his history, but you've always, you're always in control. 
And that is a strategy. Oh, were you always like that? No. So who was the guy and what was the guy like before you were able to get yourself into self-discipline, controlling your emotions, controlling your actions, and really it's controlling the emotions, uh, which will dictate the actions and so forth and so on. So when you were at your wildest, was your temperament different? Like what was your deal when you were, you know, to get you into the trouble that you got into? Aggressive, very aggressive with no thought behind it. I'll say that again, very aggressive with no thoughts behind it. And that is uh, really a quick uh, exit uh, to the grave. Well, is a quick re-entry into the graveyard or the penitentiary for the rest of your life because you're reacting off of emotions, right? You want to prove that, you know, and it might be justified, but the way you did it, the way you approached it, just like business, um, it caused you more harm or your life than anything. So I, I learned to actually, took a while, <laughs> I learned through um, time and situations that um, I have to control because I, I do have a, really a, a fight in me to fight all the time when the battle is not even right now or the battle don't need to be right now. You still have that. I still have that, but I pick those battles different now than before. A, because lawyers are expensive. <laughs> they're, they're expensive. They're very expensive. For then, everything and, and then, anything. And then second, a lot of things you just can't, it, it won't never go away for life and you can't take that back. So I, I learned how through years that, wait a minute, the fight with Davis, a lot of people see what's in you. They might not ever tell you that, even your opponent. But while I'm chill and I'm cool, I let them think about what they see, what they see. I might not know that until I ask them, but I know because I feel what they see and I want them to see it. And that's where I learn how to use that more than use action. Whether you know I what I'm talking about, that moment? That, that moment. moment. That, that moment was a stare-down moment. We're on D-block right now. Javante and Ryan are staring down. We're on D-block, right? In my mind, we're on D-block right now, and I'm looking at you coming down the block, and you look at me. We know something going on. It's been brewing already. Two days ago, three days ago, four days ago, right? You, you see my demeanor right now? Just got a little energized? Yeah. These are the things that I use from that part of life and injected and mastered it through boxing. I see through those guys. They looking at me on the stair down. We in the middle of the ring. The referee say, come, come. And they give us the last rules, which I call the last rights before <laughs> we fight. I'm looking through them. They looking at me. There's a difference. And that's why they have a stand there. When you look somebody, a man in the eye. Uh -huh. When you look a person in the eye. They didn't have to speak verbally from here. The body language, the nonverbals. The way they look. And that doesn't mean you say, oh, I ain't got to train. I'm a, he going to lay down once the bell ring. Right. No. You put the work ethics behind that makes you even more dangerous. But when Javante turned around and popped off at you before his fight with Ryan Garcia, this is a young guy, a kid. This is a kid. That I understood why he was doing that. Why was he doing that? Because... I'm fighting you, Ryan Garcia, which I, my team is fighting you also. There's Golden Boy Promotion and there's PBC, right? Right? Yes. Right? That is the company. And you got also Floyd Mayweather involved. So you have that chemistry rival, even in the ring when Oscar and Mayweather. So you have that energy going around. You have that uh, uh, 
all week it's been crazy. Like all week leading up to that fight, it's been crazy. I could they try to like have a seat for me at the table. So I made a table, told my security, grab the seat. I made a seat at the table. <laughs> then they turn around and say, no, you can't get in the ring. They try to get me banned from the stadium, but the commissioners wouldn't go for that because they said Bernard is trying to help them from not, they looked at the video, they seen I'm trying to, trying to stop them from moving closer to the edge, which was six feet down to the ground. No fight would have happened. Everybody got sued if something happened. And they couldn't stop me from being in the ring. Well, they couldn't stop me from being in the stadium, but uh, they was doing all kinds of shenanigans. Now, this ain't calling something that I wouldn't do myself. This is all mind games. Right. Stuff, I mean, I embrace it. I get right? it. I know how I got to pivot. I get it. So I understood it. The presence of power it's not always money. Right. That's your backup. When they see somebody's coming in as authentic as I've been and consistent, which most people are not, they wasn't too much worried about Oscar, right? It's not that he's the opposite or he is. It's just a disposition. It's just, it's like, he's yo, the golden boy. Bernard's gonna come in and Bernard's gonna demand respect and not ask for it. But I'm not going to walk around like Debo, like a bully. I'm not going to walk around and try to, but when I see that's trying to be, you know, been, uh, injected to me or at least presented to me, I, I had to react to it. So I feel like I was taking, taking up for my uh, family, which I was, even though it was the company. Like, I feel like I was the most aggressive one in, in, in control, though. That's out, what, out of the whole thing. But that, that's what, the reason why I was bringing up that moment with Gervonta pre-Ryan uh, Garcia fight was because you didn't react and you didn't say anything. Like, I respect Gervonta, but you didn't say, you bitch ass, whatever, you know, you ain't shit, you can't hold my... You didn't. You just stood there. And you asked me why. And because I, and I got they that. wanted me to react, and I didn't. I knew the game. See, if I would reacted, what they dictated... Previous years when I was fighting the Tito, the flag, and all that, he's gonna do some crazy, and then we're gonna have a legitimate excuse to, I mean, it could be this, it could be that, it could, where well, they gonna come at me with something, especially if they got the act on, on tape, everybody got phone. They wanted me to react. And that's when I recognized that from the day one I was there, the week before the fight I was there, they wanted me to, to react, and I didn't react the way they wanted me to react. So they, they tried other days, and it didn't happen. Now, pre Bernard Hopkins, the professional fighter, pre-B-Hop, the alien, B-Hop, the executioner, pre-all that. How I would have tore that stage up. Everybody was out. I might have been one of the victims, too, in that, that chaos. It would have been a problem. But there was a it time where you were not as in control of your shit. It would have been on and popping. Everybody had been fighting. Okay. The reason why I, it would have been a problem. It would have been. A, I mean, you've seen my behavior, and I'm going to use that word behavior prior to retiring, right? Tito Trinidad. That Sam, was calculated. Um, very smart. Very right. We didn't know who you Go were. Like the layman boxing fan didn't know. But they knew, who, and I wanted to make it clear: you don't know me now, but you'll know me later. And these are the things of, of saying it, and then doing it, and then uh, letting people understand that. Y'all my biggest motivation. My biggest motivation is when people say I cannot do what I, I know I can. And that's what I wanted to establish. But that there, that moment, that moment of history here, 9-11, in New York City, right? It's part of my documentary. I was here. So it was a lot going on 
for me not to win that fight when it comes to what? When it comes to being focused, when it comes to the act of the San Juan Puerto Rico with the, the flag, with the Tito, and the moment we are here in New York City, let alone, you know, America, it was one of my greatest, no, the greatest night, not one. I had a lot of them over the 28 years of boxing. But that night, here, down in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, where Ali fought Frazier for 15 on, hard man. ones. Come on. Where... Here comes Willis. Here comes Willis. Uh, oh, where Kennedy gave his inauguration. Where Andre the Giant body slammed Hulk Hogan respectfully. Yes, Hulk Hogan. I mean, and here's me. Like, I got and this history. I got the DNA history of previous events that went on, historic events that went on, and I'm part of that catalog that you just mentioned. Right? I, I'm not done yet. I go up and fight Tarver at light heavyweight, which Ray Robinson, only because of the heat that kept him from finishing the last two rounds of a 15-round fight back then. So I wanted to make history because one of my idols, Ali Ray Robinson, Ray Robinson couldn't come out for the 15th round because the heat exhaustion. That's the only reason he lost the fight. I'm going up to light heavy. They say, you can't beat Tarver. What are you talking about? This man just did the, the last Rocky movie and kicked the hell out of <laughs> kicked the hell out of Rocky. I said, give me Tarver. I'm going up to 175. Wait a minute, Bernard. You're going up from 60, 160 pounds from 160, 15 pounds. You're going up to 175, which no one ever done in boxing. Yes. Ray Robinson, they said, didn't achieve it, but he tried it. So I said, okay. If I'm going to stay in the game, I got to have something to chase. Listen, financially, I'm cool. I'm living off the interest and not the principal. I'm good. But what's going to keep me in the game if I wasn't fighting for just more than money? Did you love it? Obsessed with it. Sports betting should be a team sport. CaptainPicks.com has got you covered. Sports betting picks got you covered. VIP one-on-one -on -one coaching for beginners. Me and my team of professional handicappers, a.k.a. the captains, are here to help you dominate the football season. Captain Picks is legit. It's fun, and I love being able to watch games and communicate in the Discord community at the same time. If you sign up right now, for single sport football at $50 per week, you'll get picks for both NCAA, NFL, and year-long fantasy football knowledge. Are you into baseball? Playoffs are around the corner. UFC, PGA, MLS, and more. The captains have got you covered. And you can add another single sport for $50. Bucks. Just go to captainpicks.com now. Sports betting should be a team sport. CaptainPicks.com has got you covered. Let's fucking go. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. 
Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Do you miss physically having that challenge, having that something to shoot for, having that 5 a.m., 6 a.m. run, uh, having, you know, your training with your late great trainer. Bowie Fisher. Do you, do you miss all that? Only thing that's cut out of all that is I'm not in the ring, but the training, the preparation of getting ready for uh, any kind of battle, whether it's business, whether it's real estate, whether it's somebody trying to play me. You understand? It could be all those things. So the fight is in a different arena with the reform for boxing uh, that I uh, <clears throat> instigated I get to. over 15 years. So I, I understand that this is over for me. Right. But far as staying in shape, far as my lifestyle, my lifestyle has been through boxing. My lifestyle has been what? Eat to live, not to die. And do the things, eat to live, not to die. And the most important thing is do for self. When you can do for self and you can fall and get up and still continue to do for self and do for self. Listen, people respect that. I don't care where you live, what you represent. When you do for self right. and you're capable of doing for self. We're right. talking about those people. We're talking about people who do for self. I learned to do that. But the lifestyle, on top of that, the way I live, the way I lived, even when I was active, right, 
The only thing is out of that, I don't get punched. I don't go to the gym. I haven't had gloves on. I haven't sparred with nobody. None. I haven't done none of that clown stuff. I'm not pinning the circus act. Once I said I was done, look how I planned my life. Look how I planned my life when I got out. I was going back and forth to the juvenile, burnt that out, got certified. I had 15 years parole, not five to 15. I had, what, nine or 10 years to walk off in Philadelphia in the 80s. You know how New York was. In the 80s. Listen, we're in New York right now. You know how it was in New York City. You know how it was in any big city, especially Philadelphia in the 80s. And I'm coming home with nine years parole, 20 felonies, 15 convictions. And Damn. I'm coming home talking about, and I lost my first fight in the Atlantic City Resort Casino. And you mean to tell me that you thought I was going to be a Hall of Famer as of June right. of last year? Like, only thing I can say is that the lifestyle that I've portrayed through my physical career, right? most of the time, we drop that when the career is over. And it got to mention no names, but it could be football player, basketball player, it could be boxers. They swell up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have diabetes. You waited this, this long to get diabetes. You got to enjoy your labor. I was conscious of that then. I always had a plan, Rabbit Point. I always, listen, I always had a plan once I got of knowledge. I didn't have a plan earlier. I was just running wild like everybody else. I come home in 1988. It's 88. 1988 was the time I came home. It was out there. My first fight was in 88. I was so fast thinking and quick to get in the ring so I won't get caught up in the drug trade game in Philadelphia called crack cocaine <sighs> that swept through the nation. I took one to fight 0 and 0. Clinton, uh, Clinton Mitchell was 9 and 0. Mm. That's how bad it is. That doesn't look like a fair on paper, it doesn't, right? I lost a decision. It was cool, but I ain't like it. 89 now. 90. I rebooted with Bowie Fisher. I ain't got to tell you what I did with, with your guy, Bowie Fisher, who you met many times. These, and God rest his soul, he will not be missed in this documentary one day when it's put together. Because, look, there's so many, you mentioned it before we started. We, we don't have enough time to go here and here and here. Yeah, no, we don't. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. I am a testimony of not only doing for self, and I had help from people, but when it comes down to the grit and, and balls to the ground, I had to be that man. Right. I had to be that man. There's a lot to unpack from what you just said. I mean, you said eat to live. Eat to live and not to die. So are you on some vegan shit? Like, what's your, what are you? I was, I was vegan right before COVID. Right. Well, then why'd you stop? Because it became hard to be vegan? No. Why? The nutrients I wasn't getting. And the supplements, because people are going to hear this podcast and they go, oh, you know, I'm a professional. And I know they, everybody's got it. But hold on, yeah, he could have used this. I did, but I wasn't getting the nutrients. I'm still really, even though I'm always in 90% shape when I, I don't run as much, but I do um, get my cardio in a lot. What's your I, cardio game? My cardio game is is rope, jumping rope. Also, um, stop, hold on, hold on. Are we doing rounds? Are we doing 20 minute sessions? We're doing minutes. We're doing how many minutes? We're doing minutes, half hour, straight. See, you just you, you just shit it on my my, yeah, my jump hour. rope. But jeans. it don't seem like half hour. It's like fifteen minutes to me. You could jump rope for a half an hour yeah, straight. Yeah. God damn it. 
Yeah, I'm talking crossing not, the whole nine yards, the having whole, fun. We dancing. We call it dancing. Because when you jump a rope, you jump a rope. Look, look how boring this is. Yeah, it could be boring. I can't do that. The jump rope, we jump rope like we're dancing. Or I was taught to jump rope like I'm dancing, right? I jump rope to be funny. I'm looking at nobody's in this situation. I'm not dancing for a media crowd with the, you know, fight coming. They watching you at the gym and you jumping and you, you showing off a little bit, having fun. To do that when nobody's in the room. Do that when you working out at home in the, in the basement, right? Do that when you at some gym, whatever, working out and they got a rope, right? This is the cardio where I ain't got to run outside for five or six miles. As long as I got that heart rate up, as long as I'm on that bike, I love bike riding, right? Not inside. Not right? the Peloton. I, I, I hate that. Man, I know. I need to move. Got to go somewhere. Plus, I'm newsy. I'm exerting. I want to look at stuff. I want to, hey, I'm on, so I... Philly got a lot of bike trails, just like New York. I get on that bike, I might, I don't even know it. Seems like two hours, you out there four hours. You stop, you make it some coffee, you might see somebody, you right. walk. And next thing you know, you're on the other side in West Philly. Right. Starting from North Philly. You just broke my heart, though, Bernard. I'm, I'm, when you said the 30-minute jump rope, because I'm on some three-round shit. And you probably don't remember this, nor should you. I had the honor of watching Bernard Hopkins Workout, Work getting spar yeah. at the wild card boxing wild gym. Wild card. And <laughs> the wild card. And it was yes, a. Sir. Freddie Roach. The beauty. The great Freddie Roach. The movement. Yeah. I've seen it. And now you tell me, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'll tell my wife, Bernard. Babe, I did three rounds of three minutes each. And now I have to. I have and you to, bang your chest. I just three man, three man. Three no, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not just. Bang, I'm on internet. You fucking cocksucker. Right. I just did three minutes to three minutes each. Yeah. And now you're telling yeah. me at yeah. how old are you? Seventy six. Yeah, I'm getting close to it. You're fifty. Fifty eight. Be fifty nine in January. You're doing thirty minutes of jump yeah. and rope. Yeah. 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 That's when the alien came in. That's when the second I character know. came in. See the executioner. Then the alien. Why the alien? I, the media kept asking me over and over, fight after fight after fight. These guys are 25 years old, top contenders, some champions at that time. I'm in my 40s. Why are you doing that? I said, because I'm an alien. <laughs> so I, I came up with another brand. I told my attorney, I said, Eric, I said, listen, you got bad. I said, I want to use that alien. I started getting these ho Halloween was around the corner at that time. I told my guys, I said, look, I'm going to pay you extra. I said, and I got pictures. I got content of this stuff because I collected everything. I kept everything, knowing this moment one day was going to come. I got these green masks, the alien. You've seen it with, yes. the, with the eyes slanted up like, 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 like an alien, which it is. And I said, this is what we're going to do. Because I'm, you know what? This here, and it's not only in sports. This here, the mind, the brain, this controls, not the arms, not the arms. So this here, not the mouth, mm -hmm. that can get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. And it might bluff a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? But this here. This mind right here, right, and the mind in general, if it's used right and it's understood and trained right and you realize what you have, no matter what happens, no matter what they do, you ain't going to surrender to it. You, you experience like you understand the movie business, the, any business that you're dealing with where you got to have this, even if the wait out and be patient, and that's yes. what I've done in my career. The, the I didn't start getting big paydays until my, what, mid-30s? 
Tito. Is that when it was? Correct. And Tito and then Oscar and then it was... Yeah, it was over then because I promoted and managed myself to I teamed up with Oscar. If you didn't wave that flag uh, with Tito... I was done. You might have just... I had to You'd get have been one of those guys, you'd have been like a, a fighter's fighter. Right? He's okay. He's, he's extremely blue collar. He's great, but he's you great, know, we but don't know who... Yes. Joe Schmo doesn't know who exactly. he is. Exactly. And that would have been in that thing. So I had to create of course. controversy. I had to say things, do things to get their attention. I was an attention seeker, right? Like, so you, but not by your fighting style. Not by my fighting style because I had to be that. And keep that attention that seeker in the back of your head. I had to do that because the lack of respect with belts. Right. And I had title defenses under these belts. Tito was coming to get my title. Don King had the two other pieces. William Joppy, Keith Holmes. Right. He didn't have me. Did you have any comings and goings with Don King in terms of uh, business uh, dealings with him? Most promoters, if not, Don is the first one. Federal court three times. You went to federal court? Yeah, undefeated. 3-0. You're 3-0 in federal court versus Don King? 3-0. Wow. See, you you do contracts. Right, and I got all. I paid for all the depositions, so I kept them. Rampport, listen, and again, I got so much content that I kept. Anybody that's in, and it's gonna say me pitching nothing. I'm just saying to you, anybody that's in the storytelling business, then you're not in the business of what I want to do. But what do you mean? Well, I'm gonna flip the storytelling business into a life of Bernard Hopkins. It wasn't a story. It was. A fact. It was real. And when I look at these depositions, thanks to my assistant, Joy Tate, and my sister, Marcin, they've been helping me in these two rooms in Delaware that literally I got plastic bins of audio tape, VCR tape still, interviews on radio shows in Philadelphia, New York, depositions of this, that, this, this, that. Um, fighting, this do what? To say it might have happened to the other guys back in the 70s, 80s, 70s. And in the 90s. But if it's a million dollars here and I'm getting 300000 I want to know what all the money's at. Right? And I didn't know. I wouldn't advance like I am now. But I, I had enough sense to know that if it's a million dollars... And it, my taxes ain't even paid yet. See, we Damn. didn't get into that. Damn. Then you have to understand that everything can't be right off of expenses. We know that old trick. I didn't know that back then. Right. You can expense everything. $300,000 sounds can, like something You can fake. expense $300,000 out on clothes, foods, everything to say the justification of why uh, you didn't get this. But I understood that I had to learn the business real fast. Real fast. You know why? Why? He's going to be broke-ass motherfucker. Let me tell Correct. And another thing is, when, when, in case you didn't know, and I'm glad we saying, I'm saying this now because people be able to go research because I like to do this. I like to say, look at that and then ask you questions. But, I can, you know, we ain't the time right now. The reason I'm the only, one of the only fighters, me, well, George Foreman first and then Bernard Hopkins, that receive manager of the year, from the boxing associations, every year we have a sort of like a boxing Grammy. They're going to have one this year in New York City. Every year they have it. 
at the tavern at the tavern. Yeah, yeah, the tavern on the green. Oh, in the in the in the park. Come on, man. So, That's where I so, get my slow walks in Bernard. Yeah, I know you do. Very slow. You, I don't, there's you, out there. I sat there. I sat there. The dog was in front of you. About nine feet in front of you. I mean, this is this is madness. You're supposed to be at least in front of the dog, not the dog in back. And you you have to understand cardio. Cardio, you're supposed to move a little quick, right? Not not the turtle snail move. You have to you have to move yeah, a little quick. When quicker. you saw me in Miami, I was the sweat you was were sweating like okay. a pig. I yeah. was out there. Yeah. I'm rolling the shoulder. I'm doing. And, and 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 I'm glad you said that because if you if you was out there and you see me, I had to see you. You see what I was doing. Yeah, your, your shit was off. That consistency. That consistency. No, you can give me this. You can give me that. I had the shirt off and everything. I didn't see your shirt off. No. See? Because I, I, I did that I, once. I cleared the beach. They tried to arrest me for indecent. Just exactly. the shirt off. They said it's indecent uh, exposure. Yeah, correct. I believe that. He didn't have a shirt off. Matter of fact, I don't know if it was a turtleneck, but it was hot. I knew you didn't have no turtleneck on, but you just had a lot of clothes on. And you and you was just power walking. And we and we we lined up on each other. I we saw, didn't say nothing. I we looked, everything just stopped, and we looked, we looked, we looked, we looked. And, you know, and then I switched stance on you. You didn't this. know if you was gonna go southpaw or orthodox. Exactly. And you saw that skill set in me. Bernard, and you recognize it, and you pause for a second. Like, when you saw me switch from Orthodox to Southpaw, you were like, oh, shit, Rappaport, he can— You know, he, and your stance was good. See, you didn't do that and keep your feet straight across no, when you ain't got no balance. Yeah, yeah, you had that, you had that thing it. like you fencing. Yeah, yeah. Had the right foot in the back or the left, rather, Southpaw. You Southpaw? Oh, dude, Southpaw. Do you, but right. I'm all screwed up. I'm all screwed up because— See, right hand, left hook, Southpaws, you, you can't get away from this. And I can't get away from that left. It's right. who get there first. And then it becomes probably a boring fight. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Because the business of... I, you know, I'm such a fan of boxing. You know, I'm 53 years old. Boxing was a staple mainstream sport growing up. As you know, obviously. You know, the fights, watching the fights, and then going to the pay-per-view fights was such a part of my life. And, you know, to see the sport change, evolve, to see uh, guys that I know are great fighters, but can't even pronounce their names, you know, and it doesn't mean no disrespect. It's just like, you know, whether it was Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Ernie Shavers, Ken Norton, down to Iran Barkley, Ray, Boom Boom Mancini, Sugar Ray, all of them, Aaron Pratt, all of them. On and on. You know, the sport- Generation to generation, excuse me. No, but the sport of boxing- you know, it competes with MMA, UFC, mm-hmm. and I love MMA, right. UFC. Yeah, I love right. it. I've supported too. I, I know a lot of guys in Philadelphia that you know, in Florida, uh, who who uh, you know into you know that that type of sport. I don't knock it. We got to step our game up. That's what I was, we, what, we we, we got to listen. We got to step our game up. Go like ahead. Steady could complain about the bullshit and all this and all that. At the end of the day, Dana White is doing what Dana White do, right? That's his business. But and I don't say that negative or positive. I just say that's he's a promoter. When you look at the thing, he started and built that to a want to see around the world sport. Boxing took a big hit because of the UFC. Would you agree? Hundred percent. Now. Of our fans, how do we get that back? How you make those Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia fight? You make the fights with Canelo. He's fighting Ch- Charlo, right? People look at this two big names, but 
It also has to be the best fighting the best. Where we came up on in the 80 era, Ray Leonard fought Tommy Hearns, Hagler, Duran. Like, we have to put the best against the best. How do that happen? Or why do that not happen? Because you have, look, you have everybody to blame. Golden Boy, this promoter, that promoter, that promoter. If you're in a promoter business, it's easy for me to say, hey, it's their business. They're now, they don't want their fighters to fight us because we're not going to win. You expect that. I've said this many times before, openly. It starts with everybody, including us, Golden Boy. Oscar agreed with it. They're going to hear this and they're going to listen to it because they know I'm talking about mm -hmm. it. That's the only way we're going to get their integrity and respect back, or at least to the point of this era, where people know that we are the most sought out, the most seen sport out of the three sports uh, in the world or the nation right now. And you know, soccer ain't going to help us. That's just a different animal. I was at the game, see Messi. In Philadelphia, unbelievable. I'm looking at the crowd. Got a lot of love, but I'm also looking at how the sport that I love, right, that was part of what got me at this table sitting here talking to you, right. alive and well, right, right, boxing, right. We passed Harvard coming here, right. I guarantee you, ain't no student out of Harvard want to sign up and be a professional boxer. Boxing. It's embedded in certain cultures in certain areas. Yeah. Where if it wasn't, a lot of fighters you might watch, admire, like, even love, uh, they had to basically be good at something else, just like they was good at that. They just didn't reach that top of the line. And that's what boxing gave me. That's what boxing gives a lot of other fighters that's coming up now. Look, I... You follow me on Instagram, I follow you. I got kids on Instagram. A lot of them I know, a lot of them I don't know, and they got their hands up. And I'll be like, you know, that's that's good. Fix this, that's good. And they look at us as people that that they can uh, follow behind. And I just want to let them know that they, that chance is there. Boxing is there. Boxing is not there. We're talking a whole new different thing. So I'm glad it was there for me. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. If you were... And you are one of the people in control, but you can only control your business. You can only control your say in Golden Boy. But if Bernard Hopkins was in control of all of boxing, just you, what would you do? What would be a few things you would insist that would make happen to build the sport back to what it used to be and what it should be? Day one, day one, regulation. It has to be- Explain this. The regulation will be- it has to be regulated where it'd be a bigger power than the powers that govern themselves. In boxing right now, the people that govern themselves is the same people that can go against their own rules that they make. So basically, you got the fox watching the chicken and thinking that they're going to be there um, when you get there. And no. is the fox in the chicken you're saying WBA, WBC? Correct. Would you make it like the the, the, the whole boxing There's sanctioning. like NBA, NFL. We need, be- we need regulations. You need a union right. after that. You need to have boxing. Boxing right now has always been in business, even though we're in 2023, a red light district. A red light district. Break it down. The red light district is that is corrupt. Is it corrupt? Is of course it is, and it's corrupt in the way of what? Let me tell you how it's corrupt. It's not corrupt where the old mob days. Somebody come in, they got an envelope. They got there's none of that going on. It's corrupt by association. I'll say that again. It's corrupt by association. It's corrupt when. I know who your fighter is with. You know who my fighter is with. But who got the stronger ties with that particular people, which they are could be sanctioning bodies. So it could be the government of a sanctioning body. It could be somebody's power in that sanctioning body. And when you say sanctioning body, you mean WBA? So let me run them down. WBC, WBA, IBF, and the WBO. Those are the four. They are the four strongest in order that I just gave you. Okay. If you have a relationship with any of those sanctioning bodies that is not professional on the lines of the boxing rules that they set, Mm -hmm. you will find out sooner than later that you ain't the pretty face in the building. 
doesn't matter how talented you are. Doesn't matter how talented you are. And how actually pretty you are. You just seen that decisions a couple of months ago where people still roaring about where you sitting there as a fan and you are sitting there as a judge. How did you not see the other judge? You got three at the table. What fight was you watching? Well, what the fuck are we going to do about this, Bernard? Now you understand what I'm saying. But hey, what the fuck are we going to do about this? You know. Because it, on, it started let, let, sneaking let, in the UFC where it's like, come on, man. Let, we're not fucking assholes let, here. Let, hold, hold up. I, I got a solution. What is it? And I ain't had to go to Harvard to come up with this. That's why when you say corrupt, because That's corrupt. I'm not the smartest person in the world. Well, put it this way. I'm not the dumbest in the world. I'm not the smartest in the world. So how can I have this solution right away? I'm going to give it to you. First, you start with open scoring, which means that every time the bell rings for the next round, way before that next round comes, you know who won the first round. Period. The audience know who won the first round. Stop. Oh, oh. No, wait, but before you go to that, I want to answer this. Me and you have one round. We, the first round. We come out, I pepper you up, I pepper you up. What is the scoring of boxing? How does it work? The 10, 8, 7, 9, what the fuck is this shit? The three judges. Three, it's ridiculous. Three judges that's at the ring. How can here, they? Here, here, they're sitting there watching. Hopefully they ain't distracted, they ain't looking at nobody. Hopefully nobody. they could see everything. Hopefully nobody's calling, hey, Diane, or whatever. They call it, hey, how you doing? They're throwing punches. But, but listen, Lightning this. fast punches. Lightning fast punches. Now, and hopefully you could see, hopefully rely, my back is in We're relying on their... Vision, we're relying on their experience. We're relying on no all technology in 2023, which I think is stupid. Boxing, listen, boxing is still in the 50s, even though the money's changed. 50s, 30s. Correct. So now we're talking about three judges sitting in the ringside. They all got scoring that doesn't match what we all seen. That's a big, big cancer. Huge on boxing. Number one. That's number one. That gotta be. That gotta be from the gate. No. Then second, let me get the second one because this is very important. Okay, go you ahead. You know how those guys they get in the boxing and say, "Hey, you know Bernard, you know I heard Don King won't beat up on Don King, Don." And I'm not a crusader or a fan of Don King, but there's a lot of Don Kings out there today. All right, they just don't. They just don't have the hair and all that stuff. They had a lot of Don King thinking. I said that way. That's a better way. Hundred percent. A lot of Don King thinking guys. But guess what? The Muhammad Ali Act, that's law today. My blood is on that. Explain it. Look, look it up. It's there. I went, I, I was invited to New York City here by Senator McCain, the great, late, great Senator McCain, Elliot Spitzer, 15 plus years ago to speak in front of all the dignitaries in Manhattan about why it should or should not be a law that protects fighters from the greedy slobs of boxing. And I had to speak in front of all of them, which I did eloquently. Mm -hmm. The few other fighters there, all promoters, all managers, and less fighters. I told Oscar, Oscar wasn't there. Roy Jones, these were the premier guys, Olympic guys, that they voiced. And again, we listen, they, we having straight talk. Roy wasn't there. 
any other fight. James Tony wasn't there. All the great fighters in my era, I didn't see nobody there. But I was always the black sheep in boxing. I was mm. always going against the grain of boxing. And that's why the big paydays didn't come until my late 30s after Tito. I was 35 when I fought Tito. Damn. I was old then. They were saying, he old, Tito's undefeated. He's going to beat him. Just beat Oscar for that split decision, whatever, Oscar in the fight. So boxing has to go to when the Senate hearings was held by Senator McCain again and Elliot Spitzer. Why, Bernard, tell all the dignitaries why this should be law. Because we negotiate in the dark. What do you mean? Well, in boxing, I don't know if the business that you've been into the same way, but I doubt it. The promoter go gets a license fee from the network. The promoters today don't have to hustle like the promoters yesterday. What I mean is that the promoters today, they got major resources than 30 years ago or 20 years ago when they had to go out and get sponsorships and get this and get that and do the fight. Now you got TV. It changed the game. Mm -hmm. When TV came in, HBO, they need to get back in the race, but they out right now. Remember they retired yeah. at the 40-something years. The promoter will go to the network. I got Bernard and Oscar De La Hoya. The network say, great. The network might give them $10 million. Uh -huh. Then they go to uh, uh, the casino. And they use another casino so they can fight. You sit back there and watch the fight. He's going to give you $15 million, $10 million. He's going to give you eight. million. I'll take that. So now it's going to be at the MGM Grand. So now- And that, MGM is uh, paying that promoter. Uh, uh, correct. They're paying the promoter. Everything goes to the promoter. The promoter now goes and they negotiate with the main event, which is important. You want to get the main event set. Main then event get, being Oscar and Bernard Hopkins. The, the, no. Main event means- the last fight of the night. Right. That I'm that, saying, that, let's just hypothetically. Well, whoever, hypothetically, yes. You, yeah. you, you and Oscar. Okay, fighting. We in the main event. At 58 years they old. They make a deal with us, right? right? They make a deal with Oscar or they, our handlers, whoever our promoters are or managers are, right? You know, I didn't have a manager. Mm -hmm. I became self-managed when I realized I better be or I'm be broke. Yes. I won manager of the year. The only two fighters in boxing history that won manager of the year. Not because I'm that smart. I hire smart people to get their advice by percentage, by salary, not by percentage. Mm -hmm. And I made this choice. Stay focused here. Finish so it. So I'm going to stay focused. So Give I'm going to go back to that. HBO pays the promoter mm -hmm. a license fee. Then you have a casino, wherever that casino at, right? Or stadium. Right. It gets another hit. Right? So say you got uh, 30 million, right? Now the promoter said, well, now, we ain't talking about the sponsors yet. We ain't talking about this. There's other stuff coming. This we ain't, drink, we're that not drink. talking about the gate. They got gate money. Popcorn. Depending on how big the fighter is, M &Ms. he can get some of that gate, but very few Hot get dogs. that. Hot dogs. We ain't talking about the peanuts. Pretzels, all whole thing. All right, now listen. A fucking beer. Let's deal with the big numbers. Let's deal with the networks and deal with the stadium. Those are the chunks. That's the chunk. That's the big hit. Mm -hmm. We ain't talking about the foreign sales in it. We ain't talking about when they show it over there in another part of the world later. London. That's that's another hit. Scotland, Australia. That's another hit. That's after the fight's over with a year or two later and still royalty's still coming. you never seen it. You didn't butcher Rolls Royce and you're happy thinking you're the baddest person in the world. But listen to this. Listen to this. But Don King saw now, it. Now you know why, right? I'm even more dangerous now because I still got this. 
It's not rattled around up there. But listen to this. So now, the promoter must do what? See what he has. Guaranteed. This one is there. One thing for sure, all the other stuff is gravy. This is here. He cut a deal with the star of the main event. Say Oscar, Golden Boy, the star. Right? I know who I am. My eagle can tell me this, but Oscar's a star. Right? I was on Jay Leno on that Monday. <laughs> I was on Jay Leno on that Monday with the belt. So right. <laughs> that tells you you've done something. Right. Oscar's getting 30. I got 10. Reporter said, Bernard, how do you feel that Oscar's getting 30 and you're getting 10? What? Trying to get me to shoot myself in the foot. I don't want this man to get mad and say, you know, I ain't fighting him. I said, what are you, what, what are you talking about? I believe it was Bernard Fernandez from Phillips. And he said, Bernard, how do you feel that Oscar's getting 30? You only get, I said, when did 10 become only? Uh, I said, 10, you know, I was on D block about eight years, nine years ago. Do you understand? I had to walk off nine's parole and then in the most terrible times in, in urban America. Right. And I'm getting 10 men. I had to hit nobody in the head or, or flip them up down on the sidewalk. That took off, right? That statement is out there. So when you look at the numbers, and that's how that fight happened. But uh, Tito was one and Oscar. When, they, when the promoters get that money from the networks and they, they sit there and they get it from other entities and they sit there, they do negotiate for themselves first and then they put what they would need to put on the table. Now there's open disclosures. Okay. Because of the Muhammad Ali Act, you have to sign. Every fighter has to own up to some responsibility. I said do for self. You have to sign that you looked at the numbers every Every, in the United States, I don't know about Mexico, I don't know about anywhere else, but every state in America that has a boxing commission, where they have a fight there, you have, and you're fighting, you have to sign, the opponent and yourself, you got to look first, review the papers, hopefully, you have to sign off before the fight the next day, you got to sign off that you seen and looked at these numbers, whether you understood them or not, you have to sign off. My blood is on that. Like the Kirk Flood of this era. And anybody know who Kirk Flood is? Or was, rather. Yes. Right? Every person that understand who Kirk Flood was, he had a lot to do with them getting those minions now, mm -hmm. today. Right? Would you agree? Absolutely. Rabbi? So I consider myself, I take that Kirk Flood uh, of this era. And that era I was boxing. Because I was moved by people that was brave when others wasn't. Not that it wasn't good people. Right. See, not to jump off and go somewhere, but I'm telling you how my mind worked. I'll put it all together, and you'll see I come right back to where I started. Ali, Muhammad Ali, whether we agree to disagree, Muhammad Ali, especially way back then, stood up and said, Viet Khan never called and you want me to go and do these things and I can't even go in a coffee shop because I'm black? Right. What the What are we talking about? What are you talking about? And these are the things that I believe a lot of people would love and want to say, but they just ain't got it in them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them bad people. Mm -hmm. I evolved to know that 
they're not bad people because they're not like me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm different. And I've been consistent being different. And that's when they know that you're not a fraud. Mm-hmm. See, there's a lot of fraud going on, mm-hmm. right? In all walks of mm-hmm. the creation of what's going on in life, there's a lot of fraud going on. Mm-hmm. Is at its highest peak now, way before COVID. But COVID took it to another level. 100%. You know, I told people, I say, you see all these businesses coming up, and you don't want to say or not say, but I am conscious what I say because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. A lot of these fake businesses, a lot of these fake people that's running around when this thing gets to level out yeah. like it is now, yeah. where they at? I agree. I totally agree. Boom, thank you so much. B-Hop, Bernard Hopkins. That was part one of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast with B-Hop, Bernard Hopkins, the middleweight champion, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, stay tuned for part two coming up on the next I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Uh, it's even better if you could imagine that. Yes, it's even better. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Take me out of with something real nice. Take me out of with something real loud. But most importantly, end this pumpy with something real funky. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.